Hello, everyone. Well, our bachelorette is in New Orleans, or NOLA, as she prefers to call it, and some guy in Austin is delighted. Join us as we answer important questions from this episode, which include, what is Sean's deal? Why aren't they eating beignets? Is Dotton the sweetest thing ever? Yes. Is Xavier bored with the process? Yes. And will Joey be the last man standing? Time will tell. Let the good times roll. La him la buze fair. You know what I mean. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 307 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin. We're here to talk about Charity's journey to find love, which is almost over. Can you believe that? It's only episode five. How do you feel? What's happening here? We're already at hometown. Usually usually there's somebody... Like yelling at somebody else, and we're talking right. about who could be potentially on the two on one date. Um, usually, the bachelorette has not completely emotionally broken down yet by now. <laughs> usually, there hasn't been an ambulance called by now. Like, I it's know. it feels it feels early, it does feel early. It also yeah. feels a little Laura and I were talking about this too. Um, and I, I do want to get into it how Sean has stepped into the the drama shoes left behind by Brayden yeah. and um, which is pretty, it's, it's not sad, but it, it was just kind of like, wow, that's, it, mm, he is feeling all the things and he has barely known her, talked to her, been around her. Well, and talk Listen. about a complete lack of self-awareness. Do you, do you remember, <laughs> you remember when, uh, what Charity's face looked like on the Warwick date? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, it was pretty close when he goes to like tell her how it is. You know, he's gonna he's gonna lay it all on the line. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. um, oh. yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. Okay. Are you done talking? I'm gonna fake cry and then gladly walk you to the thing. Well, let me tell you, I've heard. I like to look at that Bachelor Data Instagram thing that I have a I have a link to the show notes. And she says that this is a shorter season. I want to say it's going to be an eight-week season instead of a usual 10-week season, which two weeks doesn't sound like a whole lot. But like you, we were just saying, hometowns are next week, in week six. And so it feels like she's just kind of cold every week. It's three and four people, three and four people, three and four people. But the other thing that I was going to mention, too, is um, Laura and I had a – actually, all the girls who are, who watch – most of the girls who watch on Monday night, we had a thing at the church on Monday, so we couldn't watch it, so we watched it on Tuesday. And when we turn on the DVR, it's halfway through the show because it – it moved back from seven to nine central time instead of eight to 10 because of that weird celebrity show that comes on before it. And so we were, we were jumping in in the middle of new Orleans ended up having to watch it on Hulu, but yay for it being earlier in the night again, which is great. My DVR messed up, but new Orleans, that's your town. You love new Orleans. I I did love new Orleans. You used to love new Orleans. Well, I still know. Listen, I was, (laughs) For different took, reasons. You yeah, love New Orleans for different reasons. Well, so recently I was there in, in uh, beginning of April because mm-hmm. we had to argue at the Fifth Circuit, um, which was a big deal. That's where the Fifth Circuit um, 
court is in the United States, one, one step away from the Supreme Court. So that's kind of a big deal, Very lawyer cool. thing, you know, fancy courthouse and all that. But I was, <laughs> we were walking over there, which Fifth Circuit is right kind of just outside the French Quarter. And we were walking by the Fifth Circuit. And I said, you know, I've only ever stumbled by <laughs> this building before. <laughs> I've never actually been in. But yeah, I have a long and checkered history with New Orleans. Um, I think you can read about it on the blog. Maybe I'll send you some links. But uh, there's been a lot that went on there. I mean, including the um, the botched theft of a wooden Indian from a very right. famous bar. Yes. Um, a Jeopardy, a, a teen <laughs> Jeopardy tryout that I went on. Um, running from uh, various uh, bouncers and things like it, it was touch and go for a while there. Um, but for those of you who've never <clears throat> been to new Orleans, um, once you across the Sabine river, which is the Texas Louisiana border, it's a different ball game in Louisiana. Yep. You know, you can buy liquor and fireworks at any store. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> that, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, that's not a joke. joke. <laughs> yeah. And so, you get down to the quarter and it's, that's even more uh, open, but it's uh, they have this thing called three for one happy hour. And it's literally three drinks for every one you buy. And the one you buy is like a dollar or something. <laughs> so you go and you say, I would like one beer. And the bartender immediately goes in the well, grabs three of whatever you ordered, boom, 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 because the law says they have to open them. And then they give you a giant plastic cup. And so the incentive is like, look, I don't want, three beers to get cold in a giant cup. Um, and then you're off and running. So it's, it's a bad recipe. Um, do you think yeah. they represented it well for charity though? Yeah. With no, all look, the different things they did. Absolutely. There's, you know, the other than no beignets. That well, was I will, ridiculous. I know that you should, they should have gone to cafe du Monde, but mm. I, they did go right by there. They went right through Jackson yeah. square and right yeah. on the other side of that fancy building is cafe du Monde. But yeah. I remember, um, but look, New Orleans is uh, at its at its core is a disgusting place. I mean, the, the the it's like a big strip club floor, the whole quarter. Um, Pee but and but puke and glitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they they literally yes, and they literally like eight in the morning. If you get up early enough. They literally soap and scrub the streets every every day because of the vomit and urine smell. It's disgusting. So I've definitely outgrown it. You know, I just I, I'm too old for that now. But um, to to your question, yes, absolutely. They showed all the romantic, you know, the French architecture and all the romantic stuff that they did. They made they put a very nice picture on it. And it's also it's like any other big city. It looks better from a distance, and yeah, you know, they're definitely and it's great. curating. Well, the biggest thing I think that's happening right now in Charity's life is that Aaron is really ticked off that he is not getting a one-on-one because he is from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. And so he likes to to say, fill in the blanks on things that people may not know. And he's very upset, especially um, Sean is upset. Tanner is upset because when Charity rolls up, the first day and hey guys, how's it going? Oh, here's the first date. And she picks Joey, yep. which is a huge, huge, huge indicator that Sean and Tanner don't have yeah. a chance well, because neither of them have had any kind of one. Right. And to be, you know, Aaron had a little pouty lip going on, but to be fair to him, remember when they flew to, um, the, we're going to Oceanside, you know, it's yeah. like, we're going right to, yeah, we're going, yeah, we're going to the same beach. Um, 
they uh, that was Braden's hometown, and he got the one on one. So there's some, he did. yeah. So there's some precedent. And uh, Aaron hated Braden, of course, like everyone did. And so yeah, I would. Right. Uh, he, I'm just I'm just pointing out that you know while he was a little bit um, whiny about the whole thing, there is yeah. some precedent on this season for her taking the guy whose hometown it is. So for sure, and I think I think Joey had a great hometown. I'm mean, sorry, Joey had a great date. In New Orleans, because they did all the New Orleans-y things, meaning carriage ride, horse and buggy carriage ride. Here's some great food. Let's eat it. Oh, all of a sudden we have beads yeah. on. So I don't think anybody flashed anybody, but here's some fun beads and here's some music and here's some tarot card readings. And then, oh, here's a guy on a typewriter who's going to ask you a bunch of questions and write a poem. Do you think, how many times has that guy written that same poem? Uh, <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't even want to, yeah, it's, he, yeah, I mean, yeah, at least, is what I'm at saying. least, yeah. Cause it had nothing to do with anything yeah. and that's like that they said, yeah, they did the very, you know, innocuous touristy things, um, which is nice. You know, they, they, the one thing they didn't do, they could have gone and looked at a couple of the churches around there. I thought would have been mm-hmm. kind of fun, but yeah, no, it was, it was definitely yeah. a good taste of, uh, NOLA as it were. Nola, that's right. And then it ended up at dinner was the most important conversation to where I think Joey um, has sealed the deal being a front runner because she asked him, what do you think about interracial relationships? That's a legit question, I think, you know, because she's question. brought up multiple times that she was, I think, you know, the implication, she hasn't specifically said it, but that she was the only black girl in her, you know, mm-hmm. environment or whatever. Growing but, up. Yeah. And, hmm, and so she's mm-hmm. definitely got feelers on about any guy she brings into her world. Um, but yeah, no, I, she was again, very vague about her past, but I think that's a legit question to ask if he's in the running is, you know, how, how are you and your parents going to feel like yeah. this? Cause look, I mean, frankly, you know, you can't not go home for Thanksgiving forever, I guess, you know, if, if, right. especially if that's the issue, but uh, he handled it well. But I, I also think I was about to say, I also think that he had a really great answer some, somewhere in the vein of, it's going to be a lot of listening. It's going to be a lot of learning. And I know I can't do it on my own, but it's something that I would hope that you could help me with and we could conquer right. together. And then, then he threw the children bomb to like kind of cover up any, you know, any, <laughs> any, any, any doubt she would have had about his canned answer. He was like, I don't want kids. Yeah. I don't want kids. And then I want kids. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. No. How do you? Feel? I think. Look, he. That's his. I don't know. That's gets. That's a weird question. You know. Like, and but it's you. It's definitely something you have to ask. She ask. Yeah. So good yeah. for her for asking. Do you think he is ahead of Dalton? No. Or do you? I don't need. No. Uh, no. No. I I can't decide. No. Look, you look at her face that. when he was on the date. Like, there's no way she was just smitten. Um, with Dotton? With Dotton. Yeah, I thought yeah. you, it was, you know. You like Dotton. You texted him. Yeah, I know. He's he's the like, most level-headed. I <laughs> love him. so great. Yeah, I know. I hope she picks him. <laughs> I really do. He's like. I don't know if she will. Well, no, see, but here's the struggle I have because, you know, if if, if he does get picked, then they're just going to be pandered around various red corporate events. Although with the SAG strike, I'm not sure there's going to be many of those. Um, yeah, true. But, true. Uh, you know, so we'll see how that works. But, um you know, you, you want to root for the guy to win in some yeah. capacity, but yeah. if you win the bachelorette, He's... do you really win quote unquote? I mean, that's, <laughs> that's my struggle, right? I, I often don't <laughs> want the guy I like the most to be in that position. <laughs> However, she's great. 
Charity's great, and Dalton is great, and that's what I'm wondering. Mm. Can I can I say something Be- about Charity without you know without being attacked? I don't know. Are you going to say something about her no. skin because it's flawless? She does have very flawless skin. She's got a very nice smile too, like her whole face. Like it's one of those smiles where her yep. whole face kind of lights yeah, up. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, she's dull. She's dull. Yeah. It's okay. I think it's okay for our lead to be dull. And and when they are dull, that makes me think they're very normal. Okay, that's and they've got a shot. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> this working. Yeah, that, With that said, though, Dotton isn't you know the most exciting thing either. So together, is she going to think? No, he, I just need a little bit more pizzazz in my life because he's he can check a whole lot of boxes and is great. But I also think she is she appears to be, in my opinion, more attracted to Joey. So I feel like if she could squish Dotton and Joey together, she'd have her perfect guy. Agree, but so I think it's going to be down to the two of them. Right, I agree. Think. But here's your you you said something in our prior podcast that made me um, that makes sense right now. You said. She's a very practical, very, you know, deliberate mm-hmm. person and she's going to weigh all the options. And I think mm-hmm. ultimately she's going to see more of a, a partner in uh, Dotton, who is Dotton. also of her race, yep. which, you know, that's a concern. Yep. And then also he's got like a cool job where Joey's a freaking tennis pro in Hawaii. Like really how <laughs> at a certain point she has to deal with that. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, there's tennis. He can in, be a pro anywhere right. though, I guess, but still, yeah. yeah. There's tennis in Atlanta. I get it, but I don't know. I just think <laughs> all things considered, Dotton's a better practical pick for her. Dotton is so great. And we have said it from the very beginning, how genuine he is, how sweet he is, how he looks to be living his best life every single day. He's not talking down about anybody. He just thinks, oh my gosh, we're going to run a half a marathon. Yay. I've always wanted to do well, that. Then, in a yeah, exactly. Put on a tutu. Fine. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. And everything is, he's just delighted by the experience. Yeah. He's not jaded by anything. He's not complaining about yeah. anything. I just think now, he is darling. Did you notice the the time on the clock when they finished the supposed? Yes. Two hours. Two hours and 47 minutes. <laughs> that, that's, I mean, <laughs> come on. That's, you know, I mean, do the math, you know, they, I know they're running fast. No, they're not. They're, <laughs> they're eating beignets and walking. <laughs> he did say like every mile there was beer or water. Yeah. Well, that's New Orleans. But you know, the other thing that I thought the, the show missed a big opportunity. New Orleans is like the perfect place to introduce some Uber weirdo, you know, like when they do those, the yoga <laughs> date and they've got the weird couple that True. that would have been a good mm-hmm. opportunity or, or Morty and Morty of, and Steve or whatever those guys names mm-hmm. were. That would have been, they could have had some sort of vampire thing, but they did introduce Captain Tom on the Gator. Boat. Oh, that's true. I forgot about Captain Tom. I did like Captain he Tom. He was pretty good. Yeah. I think, um, to wrap up Dotton, not a, a it's just, Lovely. The whole thing was just lovely. Nothing really happened. I think he told her he was falling in love with her too. She cried a little bit. They, He's excited for her to meet his family. He gets a rose. Joey got a rose. So now we have those two. Then we have a two on one day. Could that have gone worse <laughs> for either dude? <laughs> Tanner <laughs> I mean, and Sean. Two of, which them were, you're thinking, yeah, two of the most boring. Uh-huh, two of these things are not like the others. Yeah. And it's Tanner and Sean who have not had one on one dates. Sean is losing his mind over yeah, this. Yeah, he's not used Tanner to. Tanner is taking it 
like he should after having never had a one-on-one with her. He's like, well, this is my swan song. I just and feel I'm like going to go have fun. I feel like Sean is not used to not getting attention. So that's okay. I was going to yeah. ask you that. Is he, does he really think he likes her? No. Do you think he's trying to be heartbroken so he can be the next bachelor? I think all, Do yeah. you think he's like, Oh man, my influencer dreams are over. All What's that's going on here? Yeah, that's exactly. I think okay. all of those are true at the same time. Now I think true two things. One, I think if you were to put a lump of coal up Tanner's rear end, you would have had a diamond by the time <laughs> that day was over. He was really, he seemed stressed um, or annoyed or something, but okay. I'll give him credit. For his homage to um, to uh, Jesse Palmer's uh, cardigan, that's I mean that was a subtle nod to him and our host who was not yeah. there and yeah yeah Nola? he just decided to skip it you know <laughs> you guys <laughs> are filming go ahead yeah <laughs> call me when the uh, the podium's there and I'll <laughs> no rose ceremony cool yeah. I don't awesome. need to be there yeah. they did go on a gator tour have mm-hmm. you ever done that before in New Orleans no but I've I've been fishing a bunch in Louisiana and gators are unavoidable on the lakes I there. went on a gator tour did you on a, like uh-huh. an airboat. Uh-huh. The oh. last time I was there, I awesome. went on a gator tour. And do you know what they throw in the water to get the gators to come up around your boat? Chickens? Nope. What? Marshmallows. Really? Uh-huh. Who would have thought? They just toss them out there, and then here they all come. And those Captain Toms of the world just get down in there and noogie yeah. the alligator like, hey, buddy. Yeah. And you just thinking. Hmm. Do, you, do you ever watch the reality show Swamp People? Oh. oh, you got to watch it. Anyway. I will say Sean showed up for the date. He knows how to be charming. He, he tried. knows how to carry on a conversation. Yep. Even Captain Tom said, yeah. if I had to pick, that one over yeah. there made her giggle more than that have one you ever over there. Seen, um, have you ever seen those contests? Like they're like Greek guys, I think, where they have that like, greased up pole with like a flag on the end. <laughs> and those guys run as fast as they can. They try to get to the end of the pole before they slip off. You ever okay, seen that? No. <laughs> oh, I'll send it to you. It's a, it's one of these deals, like you know, like in Scotland they do like the yeah. the tree flipping. Or, the yeah, tree yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. It's but one of those kind of deals. Climbing up the grease pole. Trying well, to get it's a, the it's at an angle. Let's say it's at like a thirty yeah. degree angle, and it's greasy, and you've got to run as fast <laughs> as you can and kind of just you know hope that you slide far enough to grab the flag, and they never do. That's kind of how I felt about Sean. Is like, okay. you know, he tried real hard to mm-hmm. get her attention and all that. Uh-huh. And like I said, when she just looked at him like, mm, you know, I can't really make up my mind. It was. Mm. It, yeah. Oh, he was devastated. He yeah. didn't understand yeah. what is happening. Yep. I thought, and, and he, he was our informer, you know, yeah. of the date too, of the whole entire episode saying, well, this is a two on one, which means mm-hmm. either I'm going to get a rose and get a hometown or Tanner's going to get a rose and get a hometown, yeah. but who doesn't goes home? Well, uh, yeah. charity just said, mm, I can't decide. Yeah. So do you think she was just trying to buy time because she felt bad? She could not give one of them a rose to go to hometown, right? No, I th- no, because I think if they, if she gave one, there would be no more drama. And then there, she's running out of dudes. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> but the whole thing is she doesn't like either of them. Right. So, so she what, can't just, give just one keep of them around. a rose. Yeah, just keep them around and get rid of them both at the same time. So then she, so then she says, "I can't give him." And Tanner's like, "Whoo, another day in New yeah. Orleans." And Sean's yeah. like, "What just happened? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. We have such a connection. Had such a great day." Then the next day, because I kept thinking, "Was well, it going to be Aaron and Xavier on a two-on-one, or do they just not get a date?" Nope. 
Charity says, hey, Aaron, hey, Xavier, I'm going to add Sean and Tanner to your date. And it's just going to be a little foursome group date. Hooray. But they never went on it because Sean decides, you know what? The best idea for me right now is to just go tell her how I feel because honesty is the best policy. And why don't you tell everybody how she handled that? Um. <laughs> She was very, very, yeah, very respectful. She Au listened. Yeah, she, yeah, right. It's French, right? Uh huh. How do you say "f off" in French? I, <laughs> um, so. I asked Todd. I was. I, I texted Todd. You know, he's from Louisiana. I was like, "What is that thing you always say at Mardi Gras? That la bazoom, yeah, le bouton. What it let the good times roll. No, but um, she she was surprised to see him, but you could see sort of this this like ah. You know, I mean, she yeah. opened the door. You know, <laughs> she like, did. She's yeah. like, oh, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah. They He's did in this his through. glasses. <laughs> exactly. Darn it. Yeah, all right. Crying. Come, all right, come in. Come in. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Right. Nice to see you. <laughs> and his whole thing, he thinks, I mean, it's it's fine because he's saying. It's a lock I, for him. It's he he so was convinced that he was going to. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, you always said that you wanted us to be honest. Well, I just really don't understand how I could get one one. And I don't understand how you couldn't give me the rose just now. And I really want you to be the thing. And, and then he reads the room because her face is like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I love so you. Maybe it's you're best. special too. <laughs> maybe it's best if we just end our journey here. And then he has to pivot and say, no, I really think if you give us a one-on-one shot, you'd see. And she's kind of like, Whoa, yeah, he tried. There are none of those left. Yeah, so, exactly. Mm. No, he he. Again, you, you got to give the guy. You know, again, I'll show. You, I'll send you the grease pole thing. <laughs> I mean, he tried as hard as he could. He did to scramble up the pole, and it just it was. She wasn't right having. Mm-hmm. And I'll give her. You know, I'll I will give her credit. Like even though she, you could tell she thought thinks he's not. Got, let's just do it charitably as we can. No pun intended. Um, she thinks he's just not marriage material. I think she probably right. really thinks he's a chotch, but whatever. And um, he's 24. Right. He doesn't know. Right. And she, she did start to cry because she knew she was going to hurt his feelings hurt after, his feelings. He, after he overshared. Yep. Um, and she did, she was like, look, uh, you know, I'll just let you go now. And then that was it. And you know, he's done. So, and then she walks down the hallway to Tanner's room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like she's like, while I'm at it, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna have a rose ceremony, exactly. FYI. Yeah. Look, and Palmer Tanner just was... called. He's delayed at the Miami <laughs> airport. Had, yeah, he doesn't care. He's on Bourbon Street. It's like y'all do it yourselves. And so then Tanner totally gets it. And it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He knew it was coming. Understand? Yeah. Understand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she goes then to Xavier's room and for somehow magically the ABC intern has left a little boutonniere right there. And she's like, Hey, I have sent Sean and Tanner home and you congratulations are going to be the one to get my. Yeah. So congratulations on your default rose. Yeah. yeah. We we should say that they were all together earlier and or Tanner, Xavier, and Aaron were together earlier and she gave Aaron like a li- they didn't really do anything other than have some one on one time. She gave Aaron a rose then. Yeah. And so it ended up it would have been Sean, Tanner, and Xavier at the rose ceremony. And so she just okay, trimmed so, the fat. So tell us tell us who uh tell us who the um who the final hometowns are now? The final, the final hometowns are Joey, 
Okay, the he's... tennis player from Hawaii. Right. Is she's going to Hawaii? That's cool. Or is he from somewhere else? Uh, he'll, he, his parents probably don't live in, mm-hmm. I bet they don't live in, I don't know, they might, uh, but that would be fun. Uh, but I also, they, they probably would fly them here and do one of those, you know, oh, starter yeah, yeah, houses, yeah, yeah, the yeah, pretend yeah. houses. And then there's Doughton, who we love, the gentle giant. And then we have Xavier, who still hasn't had a whole lot. He he had a one-on-one, yes. And she he told her about his mom, which softened her towards him. But she has said on multiple occasions, Xavier is like who I typically date. And I don't think she wants anyone who she typically dates. And then there's Aaron, who was all ticked off that she didn't take him on a one-on-one in New Orleans. But Aaron, to me, of the four, is the one um, who is who I liked at the beginning. And remember when they went to the Hollywood sign and I said, yeah, I don't really know. Is he boring? Is he just weird? He seems a little stick in the mud-ish. And so I don't know. To me, it's between Dot and Joey. I mean, I don't even think Xavier and Aaron are anywhere near them. No, I think Xavier was, he he's a good dude, but I think he let the process get to him. He's kind of, Xavier Cranky, looks you know? bored. Yeah, right. He out looks. He looks. Mind. Right. He looks like done. Like angry. What am done. I doing yeah. here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. that's his. I think in the real world, he's probably a, a good, you know much better dude, yeah. but he's just over it. I think. Yeah. And so that's going to hurt him because she's going to feel that. Doton would be happy. I mean, yeah, you know, he'd be that guy. You could make that guy. Like, We're going to do a charity car wash today because my name's Charity, and you're going to scrub cars <laughs> while I sit in the chair and watch it. He'd be like, "Okay, this is yes, great." Yes, yeah. that sounds fabulous. <laughs> like, this is I've never than, washed yeah. a car before. Ex- exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he, new experiences. Yeah, so it's going to be good. I think, um, according to the previews, I think Joey's family is going to give her a little bit of a hard time. And um, I'm wondering if Doughton's mom, maybe, or Xavier's mom, it might be Xavier's mom that gives her a hard time when she says, hey, do you think he's ready for marriage? It's one yeah. of those things where the mom's I, like, I really don't know. And then, you know, it all unravels. So I can't see Doughton's parents being any less positive than him because that's, you know, he just seems yeah. like such an optimist. And I think his parents are probably just going to be great because... You know, they came to America and this is what they've envisioned for their son. Yeah. I mean, he's a super successful dude. He seems, you know, to have his head on straight. Um, he's very um, self-confident, which I think is, uh, you know, we can, we can list Sean, mm. the fireman. We can list, you know, even even uh, the, uh, the underwater welder. I mean, if you're lacking that sort of <laughs> self-confidence that she's going to be drawn to, then you're done. And I think Xavier at this yeah. point is over it. Um, I don't think Joey's going anywhere. And I think, frankly, again, all things considered, Dotton is a lot more positive. I think he's, again, he's, there's no interracial issue, which is clearly an issue with her. So I think that that would, would weigh in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and look, I think she could really see herself being happy with him. She, she, she made a comment again, it's Thursday. Now I watched this, um, on Monday, so Monday, a little yeah. foggy, but I remember when I texted you, I love Dotton or whatever. Um, <laughs> I remember the look on her face. And then she made some kind of comment about how like content she was and how grateful she was. She brought him on the date and she looked really sincere. And I thought that's her buy-in. He's winning. He's done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. So that's when she gets on the phone with Palmer, you know, after the, the, uh, her handler sneaks her a cell phone and she's like, you know, Jesse, I know I'm not supposed to call you, but look, don't bother getting on the plane. You know, I'll just go down the hall and, you know, open the cells and walk them out. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're all in the uh, you know in the pig pen, you know, mulling around waiting for her to show them some attention. If you had to tell people where to go besides Cafe Dumont, where would you tell them? Oh to my go? gosh, Acme Oysters is good. Bourbon House is good. Mother's is good. There's a local burger place kind of off the beaten path and next to a bar called Boondock Saints, which is cool, good called Yaya Mary's, which is great burger and it's where locals mm-hmm. hang out. Um, if you're not into the whole Bourbon Street like partying and going nuts thing, there's the Garden District, which has the mm-hmm. same kind of music and stuff, but it's a lot more low key, a lot of like more touristy stuff to do there. Um, there's another street, I can't remember the name of it. It's near the Garden District, but that's like hardcore jazz, like for people who really love the yeah. live music. It's great to go down there. Um, and then also, if you want a really just kind of throwback in time experience, if you go to um, the um, Ritz Carlton and you mm-hmm. go up to their their dining room. It is like going back to the fifties. They have like the, um, you know, like the guys in tuxedos, like with, um, they look like Dizzy Gillespie and, you know, like mm-hmm. and then Billy holiday, they have the, those entertainers and they have the traditional oh, cool. like fifties, you know, white gloves on with the tuxedos and the horns. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a jazz type of lounge. And then the other thing, there's this place, um, off of, uh, market street, um, in the, uh, right by there, which it was across the street near the, the a hotel called the saint and there is a bar in there that's a burlesque type of show at night but during mm-hmm. the day they open it up and it's a great place to get a bloody mary and hang out it's all like red velvet and very you know very traditional um, nice. and the other thing is finally john lafitte's is the oldest bar in the united states um, and that's where i tried to unsuccessfully smuggle out the wooden indian one time <laughs> <laughs> And you know the bartender unsuccessfully, right? But the bartender had seen it, so I mean, we we thought we were being cute, and we got you know within a couple of feet of the door. And our plan, we didn't. Our plan was like something like run. That was our Go. plan. Yeah, yeah. Like we had no. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the guy, the bartender, got, I heard him like slap the towel on the bar, and we turned. He goes, "Put the wooden Indian back." Like it, there was no, you know, just like the hundredth time that it happened. <laughs> Yeah, and now it's gorilla glued down. Exactly. You know it is. Yeah, so <laughs> so don't get any ideas. Exactly. Listener. Yeah. Hey, thank y'all for listening, and thanks to some guy in Austin for his thorough insight into all things New Orleans. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real actual books that sit on a bookshelf, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there. And tour together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Well, the kid folks come see my chili by the dust. Well. <laughs>